I'm going to go ahead and start recording here in a second. I'll hit, um, and then I'll let you know when it's going. And then uh, just around 3 o'clock, just sign off, and, and I'll uh, stop the recording, and everybody can hang up. Okay, you got it. Uh, we'll make it a 60-minute show. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. The recording has started. All right, you're ready to go, so just introduce it. Okay, great. Yes, uh, hi listeners, this is Eddie, your regular host on Sovereign Hero Radio. Today we have a wonderful guest uh, from the wonderful city, the ninth largest city in the United States, San Diego, uh, Mr. Shane Ripley, who's going to beguile and uh, regale us with some interesting observations about why he's involved with Skycoin. And Skycoin is, I don't know if I can say it's a coin, it's more like a civilization. It answers so many things that were uh, wrong with um, you know, the first um, players in the crypto field, like obviously Bitcoin, Ethereum. So Shane, uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about your particular involvement and what you do and why you're gravitating towards being involved with uh, Skycoin and what you do there in San Diego. How you want to get started? It's a very casual. Okay. Well, thanks, Eddie. I appreciate uh, the introduction and everything. Um, So what happened is I've always been a little bit techie, um, even though my field is a little bit more mechanical. I've always gotten involved on the software stuff, so um, I've also an old-timer. I've been around. I was there for the dot-com boom and um, actually took a pretty cautious approach and actually came out of that pretty well unscathed. So I tried to apply those principles and uh, share that with my viewers on um, YouTube, Mountain Crypto Show, and uh, we also do live presentations throughout the San Diego County here because uh, come find out there's a lot of older folks as well as younger folks that need to kind of meet in person to find out about the cryptocurrency. And um, just to fast forward, um, my interest in cryptocurrency started pretty early and uh, actually kind of have lost those coins. Some of the wallets and devices that were around in 2010 are, uh, you just can't get them anymore, they're gone. And um, But move forward to 2017, uh, my wife and I got, pretty much went um, all in, I guess you could say, as far as uh, investing and mining and doing different things with cryptocurrency. Soon after that, I found, um, I found Skycoin and um, became very involved with that. I was an early, um, an early um, guy in for the tokens and for the, um, their media with the Telegram. In fact, if you do want to get involved with Skycoin, I highly recommend going to their Telegram group and joining that because you can talk to the, you know, synth, you can talk to uh, developers, you can talk to the community members. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, how I got started with it. Um, like you said, it, it's, it's a whole ecosystem, so I saw the vision, and um, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's some other players that want to decentralize the world, uh, the Internet, and some other electronic aspects of it like Elastos, E-L-A-S-T-O-S, and Holochain, and Substratum. But I think maybe Elastos is the closest to something like Skycoin. But where do you feel they fall short? Or how do, how do they compare? Why would you choose Skycoin? Just so folks can shop and compare a little bit. 
Okay. Um, yeah, hollow coin I haven't really done much research on. Um, I did do a video on Elastos quite a while ago. Um, we've only been doing the, the videos since March, I believe. But um, I, I do like, you know, most everything I read from a coin and from a token and their ideals, I really like them. But sometimes, um, you know, I, I see little holes or I don't see developments taking place. Um, I don't remember what it was exactly about Elastos that kind of made me hold back from investing in them, kind of having more of a wait and see. But um, as far as Skycoin goes, um, I can speak to that very well. And I've just seen projects moving forward and development moving forward quite, quite rapidly. Um, and, and that's why I really don't have a much to say about Elastos. Um, I probably yeah. should review it and update it and see what kind of progress they've made. Maybe, maybe I would be, uh, you know, I've seen that happen where at one, po at one point um, it didn't really see much happening. There were great ideas and stuff. And I would tell my viewers, you know, hey, you know, if you want to put 50 bucks or 100 bucks into this and it's kind of like, uh, you know, pulling, pulling the slot machine and see what happens, um, go ahead and do it, you know. And I do that myself. But uh, sometimes, um, you know, as far as investing a little bit more heftier amount, um, I got to really see a little bit more meat and potatoes. And like I said, I probably need to go back and revisit Elastos. Sure. How would people look at what you've done on want to give people your website and I didn't know you have do you have a show yourself uh it's just a YouTube channel yeah it's if you look up mountain crypto um I'll be the first one to pop up I'm the I'm the bozo in the cowboy hat and that's how we do it up here in the hills we're kind of down home and um you know you see a lot of guys on YouTube and they're super smart young guys but uh you know they're dropping f-bombs and stuff like that and you just can't listen to them with your kids around you know you don't want your three-year-old to pick up on that so we, we do it a little differently and um, just to appeal to that sort of audience. But, uh, yeah, so we've got the YouTube channel, and I have a website. It's mountaincrypto.net. There's a few videos there and information. Um, we, have a, we just started a little Patreon group for people who want a little bit more access. And uh, basically we're trying to promote more events, and um, we do a Skycoin giveaway every once in a while to promote Skycoin because I'm a big believer in that and I am a part of the community. How would people get the, get the, do they have to be in the San Diego area to be a part of the giveaway or do you have a giveaway going on? So the way I do it is um, people just subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, they comment on a video and they give, and, and remember, never give out your private keys, only your public keys. Um, they put the public yeah. key to their Skycoin address on there, and I do a random generator, YouTube random generator, and uh, try to pick one out every you know every other week or so, just just to kind of stir up interest in the Skycoin and get people engaged more. Because I think um, I really think this is going to be a really great token. I'm not a financial advisor or anything like that, but uh, my yeah. personal feeling yeah. is uh, this this is definitely going to be. Um, <laughs> We, we when we go to talk about what they're doing, um, I think you'll you'll people will see the vision, you know, and and why I'm such a sure. strong believer in it. Sure. sure. Well, I think that's where we share our mutual disclaimer that Shane Ripley and Eddie Taylor are not licensed SEC brokers or uh, registered advisors for taxes or investment of any kind. However, uh, we are 
U.S. citizens that have a right to comment on things that could bring an opportunity to people in, in any number of ways. So caveat emptor, as always, you know, uh, use your own best guidance, whether it's your mother-in-law, your attorney, and do your own research. But let's go further into the subject. I'm fascinated by the uh, Sky Miner. So maybe you could tell folks, what is the Sky Miner? Why is it unique? Why did you get one? What's unique about your Sky Miner? Because there's uh, not all sky miners are created equal. Right, definitely. Um, you know, if anybody's interested in mining, which a lot of people are, um, the sky miner, you can buy it from the Skycoin network. Just go to uh, skycoin.net and um, just start looking around the, the you know, official Skycoin um, website there. And you'll see a section on the miners there. And they talk about what they are. They're actually nodes. It's not proof of work. Um, it's, you know, more of a proof of stake. And uh, if you go to, um, I think it's called Big Oakley. Oki. I'll see if I can see his uh, website here. It's Big Oki, B-I-G-O-O-K-I-E. You go to him, and he has the quick start guide if you want to build your own. And uh, it's, it's on GitHub. So if your viewers are familiar with GitHub, you go to GitHub, you look up Big Oki, and then you look up um, Skywire or uh, um, Skycoin, Skyminer, and you'll be able to find him, and uh, you can get the quick start guide to build your own. And you can use Raspberry Pis, you can use any little, um, you know, computer, um, and then you just download, you know, with uh, Linux, or you can do it on a Windows laptop. You can actually, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, um, step by step, I did have a hard time with it, but I did eventually get it. I put enough time into it. You can copy and paste the, um, the uh, code for the network. And you, there's a lot of videos and things like that that'll walk people through. Or if you buy the authorized one, um, they are going to eventually have them where they're ready to go. But uh, the first ones that came out, you know, you still had to put it together. Um, you still had to download the software off of GitHub. And, um, you know, you had to have a little bit of savvy to do that. Um, so it may not be for everybody, but for, our, for your techie listeners, I would say, you know, definitely try it. If you've done, um, if you tried to build a, a web page or... Um, you've done um, maybe some fancy Excel spreadsheets and done some copy-pasting type stuff, um, light programming, then you definitely be able to do it. So I guess there's a waiting list for people if they want to buy one from the Skycoin venture. I know there is skyboxpro.net. Uh, they do have an off-the-shelf Sky Miner, you can buy from them. I think, it, and it takes about just two weeks to get it delivered. So they say, two to three weeks. That's called SkyboxPro.net. So there's the you know do it yourself and save money. I think it's the cost of a Bitcoin ordered from the SkyNet community. Skybox Pro, uh, they're pretty competitive, so they seem to have a good formal relationship, of course, with. Skycoin to do what they're doing, but that's skyboxpro.net. And was that Big Oki or Big, was it Dave Oki? Big, Big Oki. Yeah, Big Oki, B-I-G-O-O-K-I-E. 
Uh-huh. And if you go to GitHub, then, you, you can look him up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then there's a Christian Ott, O-T-T, ChristianOtt.com, who runs a global SkyCoin forum, and he's got his own uh, do-it-yourself SkyMiner specs. Uh, he uses what's called the SoPine. It's something some people say are a little, like a little bit of a 2.0 Raspberry Pi, but very compact miner, uh, very, very small. I've never seen anything like that. He says it fits all the standards. Of course, I'm, I'm sure I trust him to that because he's the official uh, kind of a companion to the Skyfleet PR team that Synth has, the, you know, the founder, the chief architect of Skypoint. So anyway, and then there's a couple other players he talks about. Uh, Cohen, uh, the first name, the last name is Cohen. Uh, Eduardo Cohen, C-O-E-N, he is a sky miner do-it-yourselfer with some very snazzy, attractive versions that seem to meet, you know, the proper specs of the sky miner as set forth by Synth and the other founders of, of a Skycoin venture. So there you have a whole spectrum, folks, and of course, if you Buy a manual for thirty or forty dollars. Crypto Ronnie sells one and tells you where to get the parts. I think you could save probably six hundred dollars in some of these routes. But what, what did it cost you going your route with the big Oki approach to building your stuff? Um, what was the total cost for you? The cards are about thirty-five bucks a piece on Amazon, and um, then you get the heat sinks. I think a kit with eight heat sinks is about twenty bucks. You can buy the. Uh, they have a plastic piece that will hold four nodes or four cards and those are I think about 20 bucks a piece I got two of those and then you can buy a packet of the uh, micro USB to USB for a packet of those uh, you get about uh, 12 of them for about you know 20 bucks and then um, you would need a um, at least a two amp um, uh, USB multi-charger with uh, you know eight or more plugins to it um, then you'll you may want to get a uh, another uh, router to run it through um, that would be about uh, you would want one that you can actually get in there and, and uh, change the settings and stuff so you don't want an automatic one you want one that's a little upgraded I got one at the Fry's uh, computers for about 65 bucks that was pretty fancy and um, let's see, what else would you need? Um, oh, you need a switch. So uh, the switch has to have at least eight ports. You can pick those up for 50, 60 bucks, depending on how fancy you want. I've got one that is a, um, a net box, I think it is, something like that. It's the one that was recommended. Um, so anyway, if you build your own, you're looking at about 450, depending on how fancy you want to go. If you buy one from Skycoin, it's going to be one Sky, it's going to be one Bitcoin, which Bitcoin's what about 3,800 right now, 3,900. And then um, what they do is they deduct the cost of the unit, which is about 600 or so dollars, um, not exactly, but give or give or take. And then they credit you the rest in Skycoin. Now that. Uh, Crediting is giving you a bigger stake, so the payouts are going to be a little bit heftier for someone that has an official sky miner. Um, they're going to be receiving a larger um, a larger contribution than the DYIs. 
And I may have, I'll try to look up that um, while, while you um, continue on and see if I can find out what the payouts were because we just got a payout here uh-huh. a few days ago. They pay every month. Yeah, once a month. Her. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I've heard that they pay out 250 a quarter of a million dollars worth of SkyCoin every month to SkyMiner operators and to qualify, I think you have to have your unit on 75% of the time. I think it needs to be a 64-bit processor. And that's about the only requirement. Yeah. Maximum benefit. Yeah, you got to get the SD cards, and they have to be um, sized. I think like, I think you're correct. It's 64 on that as well. And those, uh-huh. you can buy you can buy those in bulk, and uh, they're a lot cheaper. You can get those on Amazon pretty good. Yeah. I like about skyboxpro.net is they have a nice uh, description of the whole phenomena and uh, they claim you can meet the whitelist requirements to get the optimum benefit from operating a SkyMiner. You don't need to know how to code. They have everything automated on their version. So, and I, I think it's, they had a special <laughs> uh, for a while there. But anyway, folks, just go to the Skybox Pro and you can up with it, but uh, what do you think the tipping point would be for how many, well first of all I wanted to explain to the listeners, uh, you know the Sky Miner isn't really mining per se, uh, you know uh, you know the reason that SkyCoin was created, one of the many reasons was to address the problems of miners controlling the economy the new crypto economy and kind of commandeering it and centralizing what should be decentralized. So how would you describe, I mean, we're, we're going with terms we're used to, even the SkyCoin community. But, uh, so let's explain it this way. It's not really mining, but what does the SkyMiner do? How, how does it succeed in doing and it offers a, a monetization right. opportunity for the operator? Yeah, what does the SkyMiner change so people are, are clear? Well, I think it's really exciting. You know, Forbes did uh, an article and they said that, you know, the Skycoin is basically the third generation cryptocurrency that's promoting a new internet, which is global, decentralized, and not controlled by any country, corporation, or government entity. So, I mean, they said that this is the project to stay on top of. And, um, you know, also Huffington Post did uh, an article where they said that, you know, net neutrality and consumer... Excuse me. <clears throat> Consumer data privacy are the two key issues of 2017. So um, you know, and then paying the ridiculous fees for an ISP for unreliable coverage, and uh, they cited Skycoin as the one that is providing hope and attempting to solve these problems. So I really think it's a serious um, project to look at. Um, they're getting things done. And this is more than just a miner. You're supporting the new internet and the building blocks of it. And uh, the test net is up and going. Um, just bugs being worked out right now. If you're a developer, um, there's you know rewards for people who can build applications to build on this platform. It's the programming manual has been written. Um, you can get a copy of that um, pretty soon, I believe. It's a CX language. It's its own language built on the uh, Gollum, uh, or is it, uh, I forget Go. I forget the name of it, but uh, it's similar to another. Um, if you're good with Python and things like that, you should be able to figure this one out. Um, 
but uh, it, it's pretty cool because it offers very a very big layer of security, but also it can be opened up. So if you want things to be a little bit more open source, you can, and businesses will be able to have their own blockchain. So its its scalability is unlimited, and uh, it's very fast. The transactions, I believe, are well over a thousand per second and when you think of infinite scalability then you know th then that's just based on how many um, blockchains or nodes that a company wants to run so like you were talking to me earlier about some of the companies that Skycoin is getting together with and it's pretty exciting pretty exciting so it is a heck of a lot more than mining for and plus once you earn the Skycoin I mean there's a whole nother um, level of the way this network and this ecosystem is built because each Skycoin will earn one Skycoin per hour and um, so that will be monetized in the future and um, that's exciting too topic to, to discuss if we have time. So there's a Skycoin uh, sky hour that you it is monetized the holder of the Skycoin hour makes a profit just by holding the coin every per hour you get something for holding the coin per hour. Correct. Right. Uh -huh. And then, you know, I want to tell people this uh, sky coin is not a flash in the pan. It's like eight years in development by some of the core coders from the Bitcoin Ethereum community. You can see who they are by going to skycoin.net, phenomenal website. Um, you've got the Skycoin Forum, uh, you've got the Sky Fleet, if you look that up. Uh, one of the great people with Lyft and Arc. You know, Arc is a very interoperable blockchain venture. I think Michael Doty, you know, TTY, he's coordinating mass production of Sky Miners when the company is going to create that. I think there's possibly up to, depending on who you talk to, 9,000 sky miners uh, out there. Now, of course, like everything, people get involved in something. They may not be actively using them. But uh, there are stats on all of this on Christian Ott, ChristianOtOTT.com, and incredible graphs. And, and then even some of the partners like uh, Solar Bankers, this uh, new solar technology, super affordable, super efficient using the Skycoin ledger or blockchain, uh, Christian Ott covers a lot of ground. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, that, that is very helpful to expand your horizon on all that Skycoin is envisioning for the world. And then also Charles Bivens, B-I-V-E-N-S, on Steemit and a medium corporation is posting remarkable articles on the balkanization of of our database on the planet and uh, great historical pieces on technology and opportunity and how first it's an opportunity and then very often it gets siloed and uh, invested and controlled by a few people at the expense of the masses. So, but he just covers so much ground on everything from different miners like uh, Shane has been gracious enough to, to educate us about Charles Nibbins is in Alberta. So I'm getting familiar with all the many people all over the world. There's Apollo Chain, there are energy traders using crypto and 
in actual green energy, big project in Oregon. I think that might be Apollo chain using the Skyledger. But maybe we should talk about the wallet. I mean, there's about eight different branches on the tree. Skycoin has real products. And Skyminer is just one. Maybe you can educate people about the wallet and okay. where that's at. Yeah, it's Pretty exciting. Um, you know, at first, uh, Skycoin was, uh, you could download something for your desktop, and um, then it went to, to uh, Android, and now I, iOS, uh, you can download it to that. And then um, another thing that's pretty exciting is the hard wallet, which I've been waiting for a long time. And um, let's see here, I've got a website up here that talks about it. Um, they're calling it the $30 uh, Treaser Killer. Um, not, to, not to bag on Treaser, but they're looking at about a $30 um, price tag. And um, the only reason they haven't put it out yet is they've been concentrating on getting the testnet to mainnet um, to be up and running. And um, so it is a pretty neat little wallet. Um, they had the first uh, phase was a prototype uh, V1. And uh, you can look that up if you go to uh, medium.com and go to skycoin slash designing hyphen wallet. Um, it should pop up, the article. And um, they've made the first ones with 3D printers. And um, hopefully my wife will get that. And um, let's see here. And then the second model uh, was produced on a CN in machine CNC machine and then um, darn it get off of that there all right um, sorry about that that kind of threw me off then the prototype v2 came online um, they have that one pictures of it you can check out you can store your cryptographic values your keys all of that can be on there it has uh, real easy to use buttons and they come with a little paper to put your seeds on and everything, so you can put that in your safe. And uh, in case you, in case you lose lose it or it gets destroyed or whatever, you can always go back and get your money. So if you want to sign up for the hard wallet, you'll want to go to skycoin.net and sign up for their email, uh, and then you will be advised on all these things as they become available. But uh, they're announcing now that they're they're getting ready for a waiting list. So get on that email, and then you can check out that uh, hard wallet. It's pretty neat. So the way the wallet works is you have your coins. Oh.
deaths, you know. Uh, but he was talking about when we get to tens of thousands, uh, it could start to grow virally and be a mass adoption phenomenon, you know, around the world. So, but Christian Ott will actually show you where the sky miners are, how many are in Africa and France. Actually, has a map that you can actually see how many miners are there at any given time. So he's tracking all this. So it's just pretty amazing, you know. Right. Yeah. There's definitely um, a lot of information out there. I would also recommend joining the Telegram for Skycoin. Um, you got a lot of links. If you uh -huh. have questions about miners, there's a Skywire Telegram for the techie questions. Yeah. They'll help you build it. Um, they're a very supportive community there. Um, if you have problems downloading a wallet or anything, they will help you on the Telegram, uh, walk you through uh -huh. it. Lots of great links um, and just updates and information. So another thing about the wallet um, is, you know, you can generate as many wallets and addresses once you set it up on your computer or wherever uh -huh. you set it up. And it will calculate the um, Skycoin hours that you earn. So if you have one Skycoin um, every 24 hours, you earn 24 uh, Skycoin hours, and the hours are going to be used for people um, who want to buy data, or um, you know they have the crypto. Um, they have a one ongoing. Uh, it's Crypto Cats or Crypto Kitties. I have it here somewhere. Yeah. So you can buy cats, and uh, you know these are non fungible, but uh, you know people are paying thousands and thousands of dollars for these cats, and you can breed these cats and feed these cats. And at some point, um, the Skycoin hours will be, um, you know, a valuable asset as Skycoin builds uh, an, uh, a, a deregulated, uh, or not deregulated, decentralized exchange of sorts. You will be able to possibly even trade those in on your wallet or on this exchange for more Skycoin, and then you could in turn sell the Skycoin. And they estimate that, uh, I think it was about 60,000 Skycoin hours would equal um, one Skycoin, was one, um, one uh, interview that I heard. And then another one that I heard from Synth was that he was hoping that your Skycoin hours in a year would be about 20% conservatively of the amount of Skycoins that you had. So, I mean, that's a pretty good ROI um, if you look at it. And um, I think a lot of people are really excited about that. And then also, when you do use or move Skycoin, there's no um, transaction fee, really, but you do burn up the coin hours that you have. And um, there's a whole uh, format for those. You can burn up to half of them, but there is also going to be settings in the wallet where you can minimize these these burns, and if you're exchanging them for more Skycoin, um, it is even less of a burn, less of a Sky Hour burn. So um, the uh, coins never burn, but the Sky Hours do. Uh, 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 I was wondering about uh, the mobile phone. I know since said at some point, uh, Skycoin would interface with any digital device ideally right now it might be more Unix Unix computing system but as far as the mobile interface I don't know if you have any I, I think I that'll be, something. yeah, I think that'll be off in the future. So right now they have a prototype, uh -huh. 
So once the main net goes out and it's it's fully fully opened and fully rolled out, even though it is a test net right now that is very functional and a lot of things are being built on it, um, including a messenger, by the way, which if you're techie and you want to get on that messenger, you can download that and get involved with that. But they're going to be adding antennas. These antennas will track and, um, <coughs> excuse me, can can transmit and receive um, up to um, a mile or two in ideal situations. This is building the mesh net. Also, there's a lot of fiber that is available, and uh, that will be the next step after the antennas are put in to tie it all in globally. And that's really going to open it up for like Africa and So right now you have Skywire, which is built by nodes, and these are the miners that we talked about. Um, there is an actual, it is part of a mesh net, and um, as this expands, um, maybe your users are familiar, there's a lot of places already that are utilizing um, a mesh net, and this is a wireless system. Um, sometimes up here in the hills, you may not... Um, want to pay for satellite um, and you may not have uh, access to to cable so with the mesh net these are um, little receivers that transmit short distances usually a mile to five miles and um, there's one company I'm trying to think of the name of the company it's Gotenna. Gotenna um, actually is another company that utilizes mesh net technology also can use your cell phone all sorts of things to connect the system and like where I'm at right uh, right now I'm on a hill and um, that hill I can actually transmit both ways to two little valleys and some of these valleys don't even have uh, internet cable at all so this could open up where if people are using the internet and they are locking into my um, nodes through my antenna and I would receive a small fee for that service of, of uh, you know, that they would be able to use for high-speed internet. So this is called the, the obelisk, which is um, tied into these miners. It's a proof of stake, it's not a proof of work, and it's consistent of the nodes that builds up this blockchain and builds up this, this whole network. And my eight nodes don't even use 100 watts, so it's much more efficient than, than Bitcoin. 
And then finally, the fiber. The fiber is infinitely scalable. Um, this is going to be able to create parallel uh, peer chain, um, the, the architecture, I guess, if you would, of the SkyCoin platform. Um, it's very fast. Um, there, like I said, there's a lot of fiber right now all underneath the ocean and stuff that's not even being utilized. So this is something that uh, can be purchased and or rented even and create these speeds that are so fast, uh, it's, it's faster than, you know, like a Visa transaction. That's what everybody's looking for is can you do as many transactions as fast as, as Visa. So definitely that is there and that is going to be the fabric of the entire ecosystem and the other parts of the system will be able to reach out to these underserved areas um, like Africa and, and other countries where they don't have an infrastructure. Well, there's uh, quite a few branches on the mesh tree. There's Wi-Fi mesh that SelfGrid is doing to make the SelfGrid mobile phone they're going to release in a couple months. But on the SkyCoin side, there's a lot of mesh technology. So if you look at a parallel or a complement to SkyCoin's efforts, uh, you've got GUIFI, I think it's .com, uh, I think they're based in Spain, but they've got like 300,000 mesh nodes out there, which is pretty remarkable. So the mesh, the, the, the free, non-centered, non-censored, decentralized, low or no fee mesh world that you can be a part of and be a citizen of, a netizen, and actually benefit from financially, it's being built by different people, you know, so I wanted to, you know, lend a broader tone to the whole mesh dynamic as an option to the conventional way. People think you have a provider and that's it, you know, you can trust Google and uh, Facebook to just take care of your data. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and, and they do, certainly, and, and they make a fortune out of it, so they do take care of it, but it won't be for you, you know. They do their work as far as providing you a service, but what expects? This is what, you know, many people are waking up to, that the so-called providers provide a service, but they get much more out of it than you could ever imagine, and yet you think you're getting something at a low or no cost, but what they're making out of it is literally, in the case of Facebook, billions of dollars of data that's bought and sold on, on virtually any market where dozens of nations can learn about your consumer habits, your political points of view, who you're going to vote for. And, of course, a lot of these nations are vying for control of their nation, their citizenry, or other nations in the world at large, you know, in a very totalitarian uh, way. If you look at five eyes, 14 eyes, uh, just look do that search phrase. You see these are uh, surveillance agreements between nations to spy on each other's nation and citizenry. So it's a huge world of surveillance and things going on, not to get all spooky about it, but it's just, it is a reality. If you look up 14 eyes and 5 eyes, you'll see the, you know, these larger agencies like the UN and World Bank, they're involved. Yes, well, this is for your security, that kind of rationale for the existence of these agreements. But 14 eyes and 5 eyes will really show you that uh, like Huffington Post pointed out, thanks to Shane Ripley, our guest today, one of the big issues in the crypto world this year, 2018, uh, they are data security, net neutrality. You know? uh, there's, a, there's a figure, I uh, forget some of the better 
economist in crypto on a worldwide scale said that the world will lose $6 trillion in the next three years from cybersecurity breaches. Central banks are being hacked. The Pentagon has been hacked. Any bank, hospital, uh, Atlanta was hacked. And they had a ransom. They paid the hacker. So they paid a million dollars, and they were out a million dollars. And the hacker said, well, we're going to need a little bit more. So we're still going <laughs> to take your data and some of your money. These are like private citizens in Atlanta, some people on the mayor's board, uh, hospitals, libraries, and some corporate data. Just pick and choose whatever you want. So I agree with our guest today, Shane Ripley, and his quoting Huffington Post that the cybersecurity is a worldwide issue because all values, security, whether it's gold, your personal opinions, your intellectual property, your patents, anything can be intruded upon and people can break into your data system because now everything is attached in this day and age, like it or not, to data data, whether it's your bank or your library card, or people can hack your phone. People hack your SIM card, you know. So, uh, yeah. so one of the reasons I like Stealth Grid Mobile, they have a vision of a censorship uh, ultra-secure mobile phone system. I think it's a wonderful mirror to what Synth, and by the way, for people that don't know, Synth is the handle for Brandon, I forget his last name, but you know, that's his nickname, Sid, and he's buddy-buddy now with John McAfee, who is uh, allegedly running for the presidency on a crypto ticket, and John's uh, quite a colorful person and doesn't always choose the language I would <laughs> in sharing his points of view about the agencies and the controlling elements on the planet, but nevertheless, he's certainly an informed person, and he's uh, going to be using the social media created by Skycoin. I think it's called BBS. I think that stands for Bulletin Board System. It's a new version of, let's say, Steemit. I mean, the way they see it in the future, it could be something that surpasses Steemit and other the, the major, major social media players. So that's, uh, I think it's called Skycoin BBS, Bulletin Board System. I think that's what the BBS Yes, well, but McCarthy says he's going to use that, not Twitter, as his channel of communication. Uh, of course, you know, he's got like how many hundreds of thousands of Telegram and Twitter participants. So he's going to switch over to this new secure system of social media uh, in regard to his campaign for the presidency in 2020. So uh, he's taking it quite seriously, I guess. Yeah, you, you know... <laughs> John McCarthy, love him or hate him, he's definitely a strong voice. Um, a lot of people do see him as a uh, visionary, and that he, that he is. Um, even though um, some people have called him called him a shiller, um, he definitely does try to pick projects that he believes in. He was not given any monetary um, um, anything monetary when he originally jumped on Skycoin and had learned about it. He just saw what, all the stuff we're talking about. You know, somebody just talked to him about it. He got to meet the people in the company and talk to him. He got to see what was going on and he was just blown away. And um, he's one of those guys when he sees something good, um, he makes a quick decision and he goes all in. So um, 
Love him or hate him, um, here's another uh, person that definitely sees uh, the vision that a lot of us uh, that are a little bit more techy and kind of dug into the system and looking at these projects and seeing who's doing stuff and who's not, um, it, we can see that it's working. And the, the BBS, I believe, is what's going to be eventually called the Sky Messenger. So this is kind of like the beginning uh, built of it. Yeah, so it'll be part of the Skywire, and um, you know, it, it's it's uh, really something when you look like you were talking about, uh, you know, the UN, and you were talking about the security issues, and you know, you were talking about Steemit, and uh, Steemit, you know, I think they had a great vision and everything, but you know, they just laid off seventy percent of their people, and um, you know, it's very hard to use if you've ever tried to download anything, and. I'm not trying to badmouth them, but you know maybe they can make some progress in this in this regard. But the CX programming yeah. that Skycoin is built on is much more easier and buildable, and it is very very fast. The internet. I just want to mention a couple things about the internet. One is is you have players like China, you have the EU, and you have the United States, which have all these servers. And that these countries are saying, hey, you know what, Google, um, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you guys, you can, you can go in and out here, but you got to go through these servers and our people have to work in these servers. Or we have to have a back door to these servers where we can, you know, regulate stuff. So the Internet is not uh, going to be free in the future as it is right now. And it's getting more restrictive all the time. So that's one point. The next point is... The internet. If I have something on a server, when, when somebody tries to download it, the internet takes it and throws it over here to these servers, and then it throws it over to those servers, and by the time it gets there, it's taken all these different zigzag paths to get there, where the CX and the, the mainnet that's going to come online is much smarter than that. It will take information and be able to extrapolate how often it's needed to be pulled and store it in other locations so that it doesn't have to go halfway around the world every time and zigzag between servers each time someone in the world wants to get it, it has to come all the way back from that server. So it's going to be much quicker and much faster and much more scalable than um, the current Internet of things that we are using right now if you uh, look in and do some of the research. of decentralization models, the Facebooks and the uh, Googles of the world. So it's kind of a friendly race between democratizing data and uh, doing the opposite. So, uh, of course, I think we all know who Shane and I are voting for. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see the other uh, presidential candidates. There's at least four to four to maybe as many as eight that are running for the presidency on a crypto platform, if I can use the pun, very heavily <laughs> oriented towards a national mandate for the United States to take a lead in democratizing data, uh, supposedly the birthplace of democracy in modern times, not talking about Athens, Greece, but in our modern world. So that's my hope, is that it'll be companies like Stealth Grid, making this peer-to-peer -peer mobile phone in San Diego, uh, Skycoin, which is for the world, of course, too, 
the real democracy of our data channels, whether it's mobile phone, the internet as we know it, uh, and all these other aspects of the digital world. So what, what do you see, what's your next step here? Do you have a forum coming up in San Diego? Do you have something meeting every week, or how do you organize your your uh, outreach there in San Diego. Okay. Um, we usually try to put out uh, one YouTube video a week and um, or more, but usually about one. We do live presentations throughout San Diego County. We will be at the Lakeside Library on January the 12th at 2 p.m. And uh, we're expecting standing room only. Uh, we've got a PowerPoint presentation. We have handouts with a lot of uh, advice on how to be secure because, uh, you know, with cryptocurrency, there's a lot of people out there that would like to remove that cryptocurrency from you. So it is very safe and, and, you know, it hasn't been hacked, but if you give away the wrong information or you're not safe, well, you can you can find yourself uh, in a lot of trouble really quickly. So we go through that. We go through uh, basically how to get started. Um, in, in obtaining uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, such as that. And then we do a question and answer section uh, with the audience. And um, so that's coming up January 12th at 2 p.m. at the Lakeside Library. If you go to mountaincrypto.net, you can see the uh, phone number for the library there and the address and all the information. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, anyway, the MP3 on the show is yours. You can have, you know, the show is can use as you Wish, uh, Shane, I'd like to have you consider uh, being on the show in the future whenever you feel that's relevant or in your communications with other people in the Skycoin community. Oh, you had some interest, personal interest and involvement in XYO, which is based in San Diego. And uh, isn't that pretty much a blockchain venture? Would you characterize it as such, the XYO uh, venture that yeah. you're involved with? Um, XYO is uh, originally started as the XY Findable Company, and they created location devices that, uh, you know, you could attach this to your keychain or whatever, and then um, use your, tie it into your phone with an application to locate your keys or whatever else you want on it. So they are partnering with uh, uh, FedEx um, Educational, I think it is. It's a division of FedEx that actually looks at projects and feasibility for working with them. And um, so that's pretty exciting. There's there's nothing, you know, tied in stone yet, but they're definitely looking at how this could be used. And when you think of location devices and RFIDs or RIDs, whatever they're called, the little, the little uh, de- deal that's on your credit card. So, by the way, if you don't have a... Uh, a Faradane wallet, I would suggest you get one because uh, people who have uh, readers can actually pick up your credit card information just by you walking by, So, uh, especially if you're traveling abroad. But anyway, that's a side point. The, our, the, those little devices can track. Now, you think about a lot of different things. Amazon. If you send an Amazon package, uh, yeah, you can track it. You can find out the last post office it was in, but that's about it. Um, with these devices, you can find out where it's at at any given time. They've already distributed over a million devices. Um, you can um, you can see when it comes to you, you would scan it, and that would complete the transaction, and they would get paid at that time. So I think people can already visualize a lot of use cases for that. Now, here's another here's another one for you. 
Uber, by 2020, plans to have um, automatic driverless cars. So how are they going to do that? Well, right now you have three satellites that are belong to the United States of America. But if you're between buildings or if the weather's really inclement, then those satellites don't always get it done. So they need another source of triangulation. And these uh, items that the XYO uh, token and the XY findable company have are really, I think, the solution to the problem. And these devices can be attached anywhere to help triangulate uh, devices. In fact, you can buy a kit now. I think it's about $450 where you can start to receive um, some, some benefits or some payment for being a part of this network, network and um, helping uh, with locating different devices and things as they build the system and the demand continues to rise. So that's kind of what they do in a nutshell. It's, it's location. Um, it is definitely something that will help infrastructure much more for anything that depends on location. I, I'm back. Sorry, I, I kind of missed the boat there. I had a call coming in on this phone, but you were talking about XYO, and fortunately it seems like uh, I was gone, but you were able to still uh, keep uh, informing people. So go ahead and complete that. I just got a little confused because I lost the line here. Oh, no worries. I was just going on about the XYO company and how Uber um, uses satellites and they will be driverless by 2020, uh, according to the latest uh, articles that I've read. But this would really build up their infrastructure because satellites aren't always dependable because of weather, because of mountains, buildings, things like this. And the, the little chips and the location devices that they have would be able to make this a very, very safe, they could find the areas where they need to build up the location um, coordinates and put these location uh -huh. devices all over. In fact, for, I think it's about 450 bucks, you can buy the kit where you get several of these location devices and you can receive uh -huh. a payment as people utilize these location devices. You can even put one on your cat and your cat will be coordinating locations as they walk around. It's really, really a neat project, and uh, I just recommend anybody who's looking for a project that's actually producing products, um, actually getting things done, got a strong team um, based here in the U.S. I think that's a plus for our U.S. Uh, listeners, and also um, you know, has a working project and is actually bringing in income. language. Uh, I like how Synth has the CX language, which helps coders do very, very advanced coding automatically, robotically, because uh, there's only about 500 senior, senior, senior coders in the world that know gaming theory, symbolic language, the really advanced, truly holistic approach to crypto that uh, engages in all these other industries and high-level math. So, Smith has made it easier. He's democratized programming because that's a big trend is the robotic automatic coding of different systems. And, of course, they can be coded with decentralization in mind. So, the CX language uh, can take someone with average coding and make them, in some ways, a super coder with the robotic help of the software. 
That, that is true. Um, also, these books on the CXO are going out to colleges. Um, those are being distributed right now to different colleges, and um, these courses are being offered. So it's a huge industry. Young people that are looking for a career, I, I would say check it out. Yeah, well, being a programmer is part of programming a new, more democratic world, and I think it's a great career for people to look at because you can write your ticket as a programmer virtually anywhere in the world when you reach a certain level of uh, you know, aptitude in programming, whether it's for the banking, the electronic industry, the gaming industry, the automotive industry, everything is linked to data and programming now. So being a programmer is a very special new role that's uh, come up about, what, maybe in the last 50 years, but now it's reached a very tip-top crescendo of importance, and GitHub is a community of people that are programmers, for listeners that aren't aware, uh, that helps people evolve as people that are interested in becoming coders, programmers, or knowing about the industry and the standards and things like that. So uh, SID is uh, really doing a lot for the frontier of the digital uh, the digital future here and now. Uh, it's got a lot of great products, so uh, I welcome the listeners to look at skycoin.net, look at uh, uh, Shane Ripley's uh, website. Uh, was it Mountain Crypto? Mount, <clears throat> MountainCrypto.net. MountainCrypto.net. Look for his new updates and YouTube posts. Are you going to be following some other subjects as they come along or sticking more to like the uh, minor specs and things of that nature? What would the new YouTubes be? Well, we, new events and right. we don't know about yet that are going to be happening. Right. Um, we do different coin reviews. We review exchanges. We talk about, you know, cryptocurrency topics of all sorts, um, from the basics to a little bit more deeper dives. Um, we go to events occasionally. We interview co-founders. Uh, I actually have a video with the co-founder of XYO, um, Marcus Levin, or Levin, I should say. And... Um, just uh, all over the map, uh, I've got some stuff. Sometimes I just go out and show you my farm and uh, my chickens and stuff. So every once in a while, I'll throw, I'll throw in one of those and uh, just kind of mix it up. And uh, I did a little solar build. I, I did a little thing on that. Um, I've done it with the miners. I've done little bits on my mining and what we're doing. And just uh, all crypto and just whatever we're doing. You know what? Since you're in San Diego and my friend and partner with SpeltGrid is in Escondido, in the future, do you want to explore what he's doing, SpeltGrid.com, and do anything you're on your show or your forum? You're certainly welcome to. Larry's very friendly and he uh, invites people to dinner and plays golf. He's a real golfer, so I think you'd, you'd like the guy. If you take an interest in uh, SpeltGrid.com, it might be another XYO to something aside from Skycoin that you think is worth pursuing. I'll leave it up to you. Just uh, Since he's a neighbor, you know, I thought I would mention it. So. But anyway, give some thought about some future shows. I think we've got about one more minute, so I want to thank the webmeister and the webmaster of uh, mountaincrypto.net over there in San Diego, Shane Ripley, a, a wonderful patriot and cowboy. Uh, and thanks again for... Uh, 
painting the picture of what Skycoin is, what it can be for the world. And I look forward to some future shows, so just keep that in mind, whether it's three weeks or three months from now, Shane, just let me know you've got my number. And then this show will be recorded on AMFM 24-7 as of this Sunday, I think at 9 a.m. If you go to AMFM 24-7, you should see this show on the archives for your followers and well-wishers there in San Diego. Sounds good. I'll spread the word, and it's been really nice talking with you, Eddie. Thank you very much. Thank you, Shane. Take care. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Man, I'm losing my voice. I left the recording on, dummy. I recorded it right here. <laughs>